0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Salt Boys Podcast. I'm Alex Rockoff. It's Tim Finerty, And uh welcome back. It's uh it's probably it's been, been a, a few weeks. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's been a while.
0: Uh you've been uh out on your yeah. scouting trips, right? Out
1: of, yep, out on my scouting trips, uh traveling the globe so I can bring you the best fantasy advice. oh yeah. I wish I was uh kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh we're gonna bring the expert advice to you guys right now. Um just wanted to quickly talk to you guys uh before we kinda dove in about lineup tonight. Um, Mainly just uh, how DraftKings hockey works. Um, Essentially, you need to fill out a lineup with uh, two centers, three wingers, two defensemen, a goalie, and then a utility player. Most of the time, we end up picking another center or winger. Yeah. Um, And you'll have to do that within a $50,000 budget. And DraftKings usually prices the players out. Yeah. you know just based on their skill level yeah. how they've been playing you know, obviously some of the more elite guys are in like 8000 range some of the, like the third fourth liners are like 2 3000 um so you know when we kind of talk about prices and values we're just trying to budget and fit the best lineup in possible
1: yeah like i i think there's a lot of times where there's some great lineups that that you know you can't afford so you know it's all about the balancing act and finding value in the in the lower uh, the underappreciated uh, players and some players that may get bumped up from the third line to the second line or um, there's an injury and you're able to sub in somebody late. So, you know, it's a, it's a very, very, uh, it's a tough tough thing to build a good lineup, but you can find bo- uh, value in the bottom end of, of uh, some of these uh, valued players.
0: Yeah, and actually, uh, before we kind of started playing DraftKings, I used to play uh, FanDuel and I think uh, one of the reasons I stopped doing that is I realized they give you much larger budget yeah. and yeah. i feel like there wasn't as much skill involved because everyone just picked the best players and you could fit them all so DraftKings, you kind of gotta be a little more strategic yeah and absolutely find that value
1: especially if like you you follow hockey a lot too where you know the third line players the fourth line players and you can kind of seize upon uh, an opportunity where someone might make a push to play in the second line or they might be getting exclusive power play one minutes in front of the net so you know if you watch enough hockey like some of these names jump out to you as to like where some of the values seem to be uh, so that's kind of how we end up building lineup around you know, a, a couple of star players but really you know looking in the lower end range of where we can find the most value uh, to put the whole picture together
0: so let's uh let's get into uh some of the lineups yeah. tonight. Um, some of the games we like.
1: So an hour before puck drop. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, uh, we actually might be able to send this episode before yeah. puck drop. Maybe some of you guys can get some bets in. You can bet along with us.
1: So um so yeah, like Tim, what game? What game we like in first? Yeah, there's what is there eight eight games today? Is that the? I think eight games. Eight games, yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple that that just jump right out. And I think Edmonton uh, versus Colorado. Colorado's just banged up. Uh, You know, very, very good team when healthy. And even they've been playing pretty well as of late. Um, But I think there's an opportunity there. You got Connor McDavid. Dreisaitl against uh, a relatively uh, young, uh, inexperienced goaltender. Adam Werner. Yeah. Never heard of him. No. And you love to hear that. Yeah. And and (laughs) when you're playing Connor McDavid and and Dreisaitl or have the ability to play those two, they're going to cost you a lot, though. Dreisaitl is the most expensive winger tonight, uh, as well as uh, Connor McDavid being about $300 uh, less than uh nathan mckinnon uh which is just it's i mean it's a very small percentage of what your total budget is but it adds up at the end of the day when you're kind of battling about that fifth uh player you're trying to put into to to make the whole puzzle work here but uh, i like that matchup a lot
0: yeah i love i love that stack there um right now we're kind of playing around with the lineup where we have the two of them in um hoping we can kind of keep them and make the budgeting work um another game we talked about we liked is uh the rangers at yeah. the lightning um, stacking uh braden point and Akita Kucherov, uh, points at 6.8000 Kucherov 7.5 you know when when they're clicking they you know that that could be pretty good value for them i yeah. know we uh, we played them earlier this season and uh, there was we actually played them on points uh first first night back where we had two goals um, so you know we can get some good value out of that um, and I
1: mean, I think when you're you're talking about like Tampa, they started off, start off okay, and then they had this little bit of rough patch. They're coming back from, from overseas. They're playing a home game. Rangers uh, just uh, just played recently too. Um, I don't want to say that Gorgulov is the backup goaltender, but uh, he's he's technically I guess the backup goaltender if you're considering uh, him uh, as not Henrik Lundqvist, I guess. But Henrik yeah. Lundqvist hasn't been great recently either, but. Uh, I think this is an opportunity here uh, where some of the Tampa Bay guys can kind of, kind of hopefully uh, put the puck in the net tonight, but it's a lot of other good plays. So the problem is when, when you're wanting to play Edmonton and Tampa, you know, you're really going to have to rake the bottom of the barrel for the rest of the lineup.
0: Exactly. Um, and on to, uh, play the, or even Winnipeg's an the, interesting the game. The third tonight. game, yeah. uh, we were looking into the Winnipeg at Florida Panthers. I'm. That could be a wild one. <laughs> if I was a gambling man, I would bet the over <laughs> in this game because I I see like a five four six five game. I think this is gonna be very high scoring. Um, Winnipeg's got their backup goalie in net. They've been letting up a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. They don't really have much of a defense. Um, Bob has not been. And on Bobrovsky's been, I'd say, terrible this yeah. year. Yeah, seventy um, million
1: dollars. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of money to pay your top goalie for someone who what's he giving up like? Three point five goals per yeah, game. Yeah, not good. Eighty eight percent save. Um, that's pretty terrible. Um, especially one of the highest paid goalies in the league.
1: This one, yeah, I think this game like gives us pause too of like because you're able to get some of the top guys on either Winnipeg or Florida at a, at a slightly reduced price compared to the uh, Tampa Bay Boys and the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So it's a little bit of like, do you really think that those top elite talents in terms of like tampa and uh edmonton are going to produce to to the level that you need them to produce at, or do you downgrade it a little bit in terms of overall skill i don't think anyone's going to argue that barkoff's better than mcdavid here but uh <laughs> is it worth downgrading a bit to the the florida team here where you're saving a you know a couple hundred dollars here or there that adds up to, to being a better player on your defense or or your goaltender uh, so that's kind of the the internal battle a bit
0: yeah as far as the uh, prices go uh you know uh Florida's top line we got Barkov at 6.7 Huberdo at uh 7000 and Dadnov at 6000 um all three of those guys play on the first power play so if we want to go with them we could pick any uh any of the two um and as far as Winnipeg goes um that first line is uh Liney at 6.9 Connor at 6.4 and um where's Shifley at um I'm trying to find his price. I want to say he was in the He's got to be up there as well. Oh, there we go. 6.6. 6. Yeah. I know that their power plays are a little mixed up cuz they uh they actually just moved uh, Wheeler down to the second line to get more balance, maybe get Ehlers going on that second line. Um so I think on the first power play if I call it correctly, I think Liney's on the second. So if we did a stack there we'd probably have to do Huberdo or no, not? Not Huberdo. Um shifley and connor
1: i mean you bring up a good point though it's like how many times you sit here like trying to make a lineup and what you're debating is like one strategy at least is that you want to play players that play on the same line but that gets difficult when you also want to maximize their power play opportunities too so there's a lot of times where you know some of these teams uh best power play may throw in a throw in like a player that's a good net front presence that plays on the third or fourth line and you're trying to debate whether oh do i play the top 2 guys on the first line that are that are very expensive or do I throw someone else in to save some money, but they don't have that power play opportunity. So it's a risk of you're hoping more five-on-five five, uh, type of scoring versus power play scoring. If you're playing the, the 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 winger or the center on the line that's not playing that top-line power play minutes with the rest of
0: that first line. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so, uh, the, yeah, those are probably, I'd say there are three favorite games of the night. What do you think about this arizona was actually I was actually I was looking <laughs> at them. As a you know our potential third team to play yeah um'cause you know some of the teams we listed before have uh, higher priced first High line dollars. guys so yeah. th- these this is uh this is a game where no matter who we squeeze squeeze in like probably get some uh their starting line first line power play at uh four thousand five thousand that save some value there it's not bad. um i just i I love Arizona as a, as a team what they're doing this year Great. but i don't love their lines I feel yeah. like they they scramble up the first three lines and there's no there's no guys that play on the same power play as their line mates. Um, so it's I feel like they're tough to kind of squeeze a line in, um, especially cause that, since they broke up that first line of uh, Kessel Keller and... I'm um, uh, drawing a blank on his name. Step on. Yeah, step on former ranger
1: i think like also too like if you look at some of the games tonight like what what games don't you like like uh, there's some games where they're they're good teams stacked against good teams like what games like what would you avoid tonight if you had to pick a game like where somewhere that that you're that you're hesitant towards picking uh a, a team on
0: um i'm kind of hesitant on uh, carolina Sabers. yeah i mainly because my Sabers bias
1: I also think Um, Hutton's under, like, he's underappreciated somewhat in this league. He is. He's been having a pretty good year with the
0: exception of a few games. Um, The Ranger game, for one, I believe he let up five goals and only faced, like, 20 shots. But other than that, I'd say he's been, um, you know, statistically top ten goalie this year. Yeah. Um,
1: they're they're home. They're just coming back off of what two back to back losses to Tampa overseas. And then you have a while,
0: so they're well rested.
1: You have Mrazek, who they're according to websites, is saying is likely to play tonight. You know, he's either standing on his head or he's letting in a bunch. Uh, so I think this is one of those games where both goalies could potentially play pretty well here, and it could be you know a game where at the end of the day, if you're looking at the top guys on Buffalo, and you're looking at the top guys on Carolina here. They cost you a lot, and I think the way that the goaltenders have pre- performed historically, you know, there might be a game that is worth avoiding in this uh, on this evening.
0: Yeah, and especially, um, you've been watching a lot of the Sabres, um, they've, besides their first line uh, of Eichel, Reinhardt, and um, Olofsson, Golovson, actually, <laughs> um, and their first power play unit, all three of those guys playing the first power play unit, um, there's been no secondary scoring. That's like, true. We're not getting Very any true. scoring from defensemen. Our second, third, fourth line, besides maybe guys like Skinner, who also plays on the power play, and Darlene at the point there um, on that first power play unit, no one's scoring. So, you know, if, if you're facing them, if I'm Carolina, I'm doing everything I can to shut down that yeah. line, and I'm not worried about everyone else. 100%. So that kind of worries me from playing them. Um,
1: uh, yeah, we also, even a little bit tonight, I'm looking a little bit at the Red Wings uh, versus L.A. game. Um, you know, I'm I'm all aboard the, the Fabry train here on this one. So undervalued. Back-to-back, back, actually, I think over the past three games, he has a minimum of a point in every single game he's played in. He plays top power play minutes uh, with Larkin. Him and Bertuzzi seem to have a connection from back uh, playing together uh, when they were in the junior leagues. So, like, I, I don't mind playing him at all. You know, a three-game three game uh, point streak as well as well as playing top power play minutes uh and uh, at the end of the day when you're priced at 3.8 compared to a lot of the other uh players around you it's a it's a good value for someone playing top power play minutes that seems to be finding a, a nice little niche with the new team
0: yeah and uh what we were talking about before where uh you know at a price of a uh, 3.8 guy that is playing on the first power play um I we think that's someone that should be priced a lot higher yeah. um you know He has a lot of opportunity to score there. Um, You noticed, uh, you know, while he was on the Blues, that's the price he was still at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that you you called it out correct, too, where it's interesting to look at some of these uh, players that are traded in season, the way that a lot of these values appear to be, uh, I don't know, uh, calculated is based on like overall performance of the player. And it's interesting to watch some of these players that get a a different opportunity with a different team, maybe in a heightened role. Uh, You might see a third line player get elevated to a second line or a first line role in a new team. And the value that is put into DraftKings uh, currently doesn't catch up with the player for a little bit of time because it takes a little bit of time to to start increasing the overall points they're scoring and increase the average of points they're playing per game, as well as people that you know want to select this player may not really understand or, or are hesitant to to play a player that's still trying to kind of navigate through being on a new team. But I think in terms of you're looking for low uh, for cheaper options to fill out a lineup where you're trying to stack high valued. Players look for some of these traded uh, guys. You know, it, it's not a bad route to 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 go with players trying to find a niche or a, a, a better situation in a new home, uh, and you know you can take uh, a, a, some some value, and you're able to kind of work your, your lineup a little bit better with these types of players sometimes.
0: And that's why I love playing DraftKings around the yeah. trade deadline. Um, I remember we did that with Duchesne last year. Yes, um, moving to Columbus at the trade deadline. Um, it's always fun, kind of seeing those stars on teams where they're not doing very well, and then, you know, they're traded to another team, and they're the guy, so yeah. they're expected to put up more points. So,
1: like, if you had to boil it down tonight, like, we've talked about a lot of teams here. Like, wh- where are you leaning to game-wise? I, uh,
0: I feel like I'm I'm pretty sold on McDavid-Drysaddle St- yep. stack. I. Uh, it's kind of McDavid. <laughs> I typically don't love playing them because of how – expensive they're they are very expensive yeah. but the fact that they are still putting up so many mm-hmm. points i have faith in them putting up the same amount of points every night and they're not raising the price they're, they're not they're almost capping them at that eight thousand dollars and in my opinion i think with how they've been playing they should be priced at about nine thousand dollars so to me i still think that's great value and facing a goalie that has played one nhl game yeah. granted it was a shutout earlier this week against the Winnipeg Jets, what are the chances he does it again? Look, We're going to take those you got to love that
1: matchup. Like It's Conor McDavid, like, uh, unreal player with dry saddle as well. Um like, like the power play um, overall in general, too. Would love to be able to fit some of those uh, power play uh, defensemen from, from Edmonton as well. You're kind of limited after you, you start going the Conor McDavid dry saddle route, but Ethan. Ethan Bear is another name to look at too. He's been playing pretty well, but 100% agree with you. Love that, love that matchup tonight. Um, another one, like I mean, I, I I will say a Detroit fan here, but I I do I do like the Detroit matchup tonight against Jonathan Quick. The, Detroit's been playing fairly well as of late. Uh, Jonathan Bernier too has, has hasn't hasn't been bad at all. Uh, and I think the interesting part too, he's going to to L.A. Uh, they're on the road here. Quick hasn't been marvelous either, so I think there's some opportunity for this game to be a little bit, you know, a little bit of a high scoring game. Um, you know, Kovalchuk apparently they they benched him recently too, so maybe maybe he ends up playing tonight and it, and it sets a little bit of a, a fire underneath his his feet here and he, he plays a good game. But I, I like that game, and then it's really the the Tampa game too is is a is a great game uh, if you want to play some of the elite players, but. This this Winnipeg Florida game is the one that it's tough to it's tough to guess to me because this could be a this could be a wild game. I
0: feel like we need to throw some exposure in here. Yeah. Whether we play the Jets or whether we play Florida, yes. this could be a high scoring. I think we need to get some exposure in this game because we're gonna be super pissed if we don't play them and this game is just three three at the yes. end of the first. Um, I, I get, Wh- which team you liking more between the two if you had to pick. Cool.
1: Between Florida and Winnipeg?
0: Oh. Um is there or, any, Yeah, like I mean not saying like who's going to win, yeah. but like if we're for example going to pick um you know Barkov and um I think maybe mm-hmm. if you do pick Florida, maybe you go Dadinoff cuz he's yeah, a thousand cheaper. cheaper than oh, that's a big difference. Uh Huberdeau and I feel like Huberdeau is more of a pass first guy. Um So you know, we got six thousand and sixty seven hundred, um, or do we go Shifley at six six and Connor at six four?
1: Bob has not been good, but man, I, I watched that game of the other night with Florida, where they came back and scored four goals in a like. I I, I do. You could take like,
0: that momentum into this they, game. They
1: could like they're home. Like uh, you got uh, a backup tender in that for Winnipeg, like. If I had to pick between the two, I'd roll with the the Florida boys tonight. Um I could this game is Florida. Th- this game is is one of the ones I think is is tough to tough to predict. Um, as is a little bit of the Arizona Minnesota Wild game, like I don't know, kind of two I don't say two unknowns uh, uh Arizona clearly on the upward trajectory. Uh great goaltending they've gotten recently from Auntie. but Devin Dubniks played well too recently, just not get any goal support. Like <laughs> And I think that'll be the the case for the rest of the year. So, shout out to Minnesota. We'll hope they they can do a little bit better. uh you know, towards the 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 latter part of the season. But I I see this as a, a team that I would target on both sides.
0: Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to get some Arizona exposure in here. Um, looking at the lineup right yeah, what's now. Yeah, what's that
1: power play look like? Um, the...
0: every every guy is anywhere from two thousand to five thousand. Phil Kessel's four nine. Connor Garland's five grand. Um let's see the Connor The power play right now is Nick Schmaltz, Derek Stepan, Carl Soderberg. That's where it gets a little difficult, uh, right? Phil Kessel. And uh even Jake Chickering at the uh quarterbacking that um at the point is only three nine. Yeah. Um and that guy's been taking a lot of shots. He's got sixteen shots in his last five games. Um you know, he's gonna get great minutes on the first power play. Um,
1: you can 't be af- afraid to play what I would say is like historically bottom dwelling teams like arizona 's on the way up a bit like and that 's where I think a lot of people lose sight of the value in those players that are playing top line minutes. Uh, that are playing 20 minutes a night you know and you have a really good matchup against minnesota tonight where there is fully possible that they each get a point or two and for the value that they're at that's all you need when you play people like mcdavid or kucherov stamkos like the big the big boys you need you need at minimum uh, a goal uh from each or an assist from each but you're, you're looking for a two-point night
0: yeah and i think uh hopefully we can get that out of those guys but i do like the value here at uh Arizona.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Tim. So, what are we going with tonight?
1: All right. So, final final lineup here. So went going with Edmonton. Uh, if you've heard of a guy named Connor McDavid, gonna go with him and Drysaddle stacking that line. Uh, then moving down to Tampa Bay with the uh, point and Kucherov. Spent all my money up front instantly with those four. Uh, so on the on the cheaper end of things, went with Fabry. Uh, and paired him a bit with Chelaski since they both play first power play minutes. Uh, Hronik is out tonight too, so anticipate a little bit higher of a, a workload for Chelaski. Him and Fabry connected the other night on the game winning goal in overtime, so rolling with that on the on the cheaper side of things. Uh, and then kind of what I would call a couple throw-ins here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Binning on the Edmonton played twenty minutes the other night. He's at two six, which is like kind of the bottom end of the of the price. Uh, The price structure here. So, went with him and then uh, went with Bernier against uh, LA, which I might end up regretting at the end of this night, but went with him and then, you know, saw some value in a a $2,900 Joe Thornton as my utility player there, where you never know, a couple shots, uh, you know, might get you the value. Love the beard and hopefully uh, he'll pull one in tonight.
0: Hell yeah. Well, we're relying heavily on those uh, Tampa Bay and Edmonton lines um we also liked Florida so much we had to Mm -hmm. pick another lineup I don't typically like to pick two lineups because then we kind of have too much rooting interest but there was just too many games we liked and only play one so second lineup we did um we kept the McDavid dry side just had had to keep those guys in there I think both those guys can get us hopefully those three-point nights where you get that extra bonus um and uh, as we talked about before, loved Florida. So we went with Barkov and Dadunov, Um Slightly cheaper than um, Point and Kucherov in our other lineup, so we kind of had some more money to spend there. And um, we also went with Arizona, so we threw in uh, Keller and Hinestrova. Um, mm-hmm. With the exception of last game where neither of those guys really did anything, Hinestrova's got two goals, two assists in his last uh, – four games That's great, and uh, he's only $3,000 so right, uh, we're getting some good value out of that and um, we like to rant net, um, at a net 7. at 7.7 thousand one of the you know middle of the pack just slightly cheaper yeah. goalies so we're still getting a decent goalie with uh, I'd say a pretty solid team in Arizona uh, against a Minnesota team that hasn't been playing that great and um, our two defensemen um, we kept with uh, the other teams we were playing is uh, we got Strawman. Um, I believe he's a three point two, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason Demers three point three. Both those guys get over twenty minutes a game, and uh, they block shots. They're out there killing penalties. So hopefully we can get those uh, that three shot block uh, bonus. Um, make some money there.
1: That's what you are looking um, for when you are at the kind of end of the end of the uh, the, the money train. Exactly. So to speak. That was a
0: that was one of our, one of the harder ones to budget there, but yeah. hopefully we have a big game from Edmonton. Um you know.
1: Connor McDavid against a goalie that hasn't played two games in the NHL yet. We're, I mean we're putting our money there. I think uh what do you think the percent owns are gonna be for some of those guys? Like the the Edmonton boys, if you had to say, what do you think I, people? I think pick? they're
0: gonna be highly owned. Yeah. Um I think I would guess maybe fifteen I could see that. Fifteen plus percent.
1: I wanna add an eight game um,
0: night. I, I could also see a lot of people playing Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, But you never know. It could be one of those nights where, like, we think they're going to be highly owned and then we see the locked in at at 7 o'clock and people were like, maybe only 3% of the people. Oh,
1: man. If it's just 5% of the people that pick McDavid, tonight should be a good night.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, good luck to anyone else out there playing some DraftKings. Hopefully you guys uh, listen to our lineup advice. But um, until next time, we're out.